This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever a paper boy? Let me speak to Tony McCauley. Uh, Tony, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you doing? I'm very well, Tony. It proved to be a very uh, popular book. There was talk about a film. Is that still a possibility? Well, there's still there's still some work going on in the background, yeah, with a with a film version. There's a there's a wonderful script being prepared, and a, a production company is trying to make it happen. Um, that's been on the go now for a few years. Um, but really, it's, it's the musical that is that has taken off at this stage. Uh, it's coming back to the Lyric Theatre in August. Yeah, it's the musical that I'm going to be talking to you about. Paperboy is the book that you wrote, set in seventies uh, Belfast. Really, a commentary on your growing up in the in the Shanghai. Shankill area and the era of the the Bay City Rollers and all of that. If, just for people who aren't fully familiar with it, just give us a presse, a presse of the fine story you told. Well, it's really just um, the story of being a twelve-year-old boy, um, in you know, in Belfast in nineteen seventy-five, nineteen seventy-six, and just my experience as a child growing up. You know, the troubles were there; they're in the background. But you know, I was, I was. Um, getting on with life and, uh, you know, having a pretty happy childhood in spite of all the things that were going on in the background. And, of course, it was that year in the 1970s of Shawadi Wadi and the Bay City Rollers and, you know, parallel trousers and flares and platform shoes. So it's very, you know, there are lots of cultural references in the book and they've really brought those alive, you know, with, you know, with, with, um, with a youth cap today, you know, dressing in those clothes, singing those songs and, um, uh, you know, re- recreating basically 1970s Belfast on the stage. And do you think, Tony, is there a, a place, a demand for the nostalgia? Because for you and me, it's just like yesterday. But for people in their, you know, 40s, it's, it's quite a while ago. And for people in their, their 30s, you know, if I imagined like a 44-year-old woman or a 34-year-old woman, they, yes. they, might wonder, they might wonder what we're talking about. Well, that's true. You know, um, I remember last year um, when the when the cast got together um, for the for the musical, um, I I sort sort of did a little introduction to the book for them, and I played them some YouTube videos, you know, of music from the seventies. And really, I mean, they'd heard of ABBA and they'd heard of Queen, but that was about it. Really, <laughs> they hadn't really heard of you know the Bay City Rollers. But then, you know, when I played them some of the songs and they saw the you know this. The, you know the clothes they were wearing. They, they started to like some of the music, and they actually started to enjoy some of the music. And um, you know, so that you know, the young people sing "Shang Alang" live in the in the show, which is you know, and seem to really enjoy it. So it's interesting, you know, when people sort of delve back 
what you can discover about those eras that you didn't really live through, you don't remember. It, it makes for great entertainment and, you know, shang lang I think anyone will sing it. You hear it once, you'll, you'll sing it sing it forever. And on the stage, is it audience participation? Are they up on their feet at some point during it? Yeah, well, it was interesting last year, um, you know, the first few shows, you got, you got a sense that, you know, we got a lovely warm response and a standing ovation. It was really wonderful. But you did get the sense that now the first few shows, people wanted more than that. So what we did was then as the show, you know, uh, as the show developed, then we, we introduced some, you know, encores, which included, you know, a few Bay City Roller songs um, that people could stand up, you know, dance along to, relive their youth and just really, yeah, we had a real party at the end. I remember the, you know, the closing night last year. It was such a great party. Uh, everyone on their feet dancing, having a good time. So it is a feel-good show, you know, in spite, you know, it's, a, it's about 1970s Belfast, which you know, some people, you know, obviously there was, there was a, it was a dark time for us. But, it, you know, it's a positive story. There's a positive message and it's a feel-good show. So, you know, it's great to see people up on their feet having a good time in the theatre. Hey, you're, a, you're a chap who's very much associated with Christianity. Is there any theme like that in it or did you avoid that? Well, the, you know, the, the script is written by Andrew Doyle, the, you know, the stand-up comedian, and the and Jake Special's written the music. And, you know, they draw on some of my experiences. You know, there's a few scenes of me falling asleep in Sunday school, for example. And, uh, you know, there, there, there's the, the, you know, there is an interesting scene featuring um, uh, uh, the, the, the Reverend Ian Paisley sings a song in, in the musical, uh, which is called God Doesn't Like You. And um, you know, so there's there's you know, there's some of those things that, that are part of the book and part of my, my childhood are reflected in it. One one of my favourite scene in the whole musical though is the where they recreate the Peace People rally on in Woodvale Park. Um and you know, where the you know, the women of the falls crossed the peace line and were met and embraced by the women of the Shankle and they marched up the Shankle Road and had this wonderful huge rally in Woodvale Park. That's my favourite scene in the, in the musical and it'd be, you know, it'd be lovely for this uh, pop-up exhibition that we're talking about if, if there's any memorabilia from any of those peace rallies back in the, the 70s that could be part of the exhibition, that would be really wonderful if people had some of those um, and, and the, the song that Duke Special has written for that particular moment, it's just a beautiful song which represents kind of this aspiration for peace and a more integrated community in, in Belfast yeah, you, you mentioned the pop-up exhibition. You would like people to have a rummage in their attic or in the darker reaches of the garage to try and find old 70s items that would be adorning the entrance to the lyric during these shows, am yeah. I right? Yes, Frank, we would love people to get up into the roof space and um, be careful they don't put their foot through the ceiling or anything, but get up into the roof space, uh, see if they can find any, you know, any, you know, old Bay City Rotor scarves or platform shoes or maybe some old LPs, um, you know, any, anything they wore, anything, maybe, maybe books or annuals, um, maybe an old pair of clackers, do you remember those? Or, or a, an old space hopper. And anything that has that kind of seven from the 1970s would really love um, people to see what they can find and, um, and, and to bring them along to the Lyric Theatre on, on, you know, on the 15th of June. It sounds like Johnny Hero's bedroom. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, yeah. not that I've ever been in Johnny Hero's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, well, that's exactly... Uh, Johnny would know exactly the sort of stuff we're after. Um, and so what we're having is on the 15th of June at the Lyric Theatre, 
um, we'll, we'll be open to receive basically whatever people want to bring along that they find that they would like to offer for the exhibition. It'll be well looked after. It's going to be curated by National Museums NI, and uh, they're also going to bring some of their own stuff from the artifacts from the uh, Ulster Museum as well. Um, and so that you know they'll be creating it and turning it into this exhibition. And the other thing is, if people come along the fifteenth of June um, to the Lyric Theatre with their stuff, um, anyone who, who sort of contributes something, they're going to give them a twenty percent discount on tickets for the show. So I think that's a that's a kind of nice touch uh, that come up with as well. There, uh, nice idea, nice idea. And um, are you yeah. doing it for a number of nights or just for the one night? It's no, it's from the first to the fourth of August, Frank. So. Um, starts on the, I think it's the yeah the Thursday night and Thursday yeah the Thursday night the opening night Friday night Saturday night and then there's matinees on the on the Saturday and the Sunday as well at this stage um, yeah so we, we had a fantastic time last year it was all sold out last year so if anyone you know missed it last year and didn't get didn't manage to get a ticket you know the tickets are in sale now so there's an opportunity to see it if you missed it last year. So if you want to contribute the artefacts, that's the 15th of June. If you want to see the show, it's yep. the 1st to the 4th of August. Uh, Tony, bums on seats, no doubt. Um, uh, fair play to you for coming up with the idea. And we're still keeping our fingers crossed that it'll be on that big screen as well. Great speaking to you, Tony. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.